And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! <laughs> yes, the show's serious. That's totally a thing. Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? So let me tell you all about appendicitis. Appendicitis is this condition where the government implants a small alien embryo into your stomach and then gives you the option of maturing that alien embryo until it is ready to come out of your stomach or you can die. You have those two options. The government is very nice about that, giving you options. So I had a small alien embryo implanted into my stomach, probably through this package of Lucky Charms that I ate. My mother my mother always told me that non-organic things were bad for me, so they probably put it in the Lucky Charms. So I got appendicitis. My appendix went bad, but the appendix doesn't actually exists. It's actually the name the government uses for that alien embryo, and besides, you wouldn't notice anyway. So, here this Friday, I gave birth to a bouncing baby boy alien named Sally, and I'm very proud of my Sally. I'm sure he will do great things in the sterilized government lab where he's been removed and taken to, and I am so proud to have had the honor of raising him for the short time being. And it's, it's been very special. Today we have in Rosie Mucklestone, longtime listener of the Very Serious Writing Show, one of my good friends from the place where we converse, which is that guy with the hat.com. But I mean, that sounds self promotion y, so I wasn't going to bring that up, but uh, it just kind of slipped out. But today we are going to be talking with Rosie, and we're going to have, it's, it's kind of fun today. We're going to map out Star Trek 1803. Sorry that this episode's late, by the way. It had to do with the alien. I mean, it's really hard to have an alien removed from your stomach and then to just go back to podcasting. It turns out that alien gave me most of my great ideas. I didn't know this, so now the show's really just going to stink. <laughs> so, by the time the show's over, there's, there there really will be only three of you listening in. It'll be pretty great. Welcome to the Very Serious Writing Show, everybody. Hit the music. So let me introduce myself. Do you know who I am? The average human male is about 60% water. As far as we're concerned, that's a little extravagant. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope. Couldn't keep a straight face. I am no man. How you doing today, Rosie? Good. Yeah. Oh, you? Well, you know, crack a lacking. It's a good day. It's a good day to be alive. It's a good day to be awake, barely. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your actual last name? Because it's something different on your email, and it's it's Mucklestone. It is legitimately Mucklestone. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> it's actually, it's like a town in England. You won um, the last name lottery. <laughs> you really did. I'd give my left leg for a last name like Mucklestone. <laughs> yeah, everyone, I went to a writer's conference and everybody was geeking out because I won a scholarship and they were going, Oh, you're that person with the name. Oh, oh you're so lucky. Well, can you imagine how good your name will look on a book? 
Just, just think about it. Rosie Mucklestone on a book, sitting right next to a book with the name Daniel Thompson on it. Oh my gosh, you're going to sell so well. <laughs> what, have you been, what have you been writing on, Rosie? Uh, I've been... I blog. Yeah? I've written uh, four books now. Woo woo! One of them is an anthology, sort of short stories. And, yeah, general blog posts more commonly than book things. Well, yeah, I've coming. Yeah, I can relate to that. I've got a buddy who did the anthology thing. Did you enjoy doing it? It seems like they're hard to market. Yeah, it's um, it was a little bit easier to market than some of my other books, just because it's just kind of like, oh, you like this? Hey, I got I got a little bit of this in there. If you want that, yeah, it's just kind of it's more marketable to everybody. Really? Okay. Um, what I did with um, how I had the the anthology was I was a member of a website called faithwriters.com. Mm-hmm they would have a weekly prompt, like it was one word, and you'd have to go do something 750 words or less with that, and then you they had four levels, and you'd advance through the levels if you got first place in certain ones. Sweet. So I did that for a year, and that was the collection of all those short stories and poems and articles and various things. Killing two birds with one stone. That's a good idea. Yeah. I dig that. I can't hardly get myself to write these days, especially in college. It is so hard. I, I, I did I did NaNoWriMo. That was my first time doing it, and now I'm just kind of plodding along for two months editing, and I've done like two pages since then. Well, hey, two, <laughs> two pages is something. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my dystopian comedy, and I just got to the point where the Pope of the... Uh, the the latter day Baptist Catholics just descended from on high, from the uh, the lovely picnic in the sky, to uh, to to try to yes. It's Can I just say how much I love that that idea. It's <laughs> great. So can call me. I mean, it's just such a cliched thing. It's like it's such a small genre. It's like it is. A, Right in this genre, you must have a world that's completely gone down the toilet and everyone is really serious and everything. It's like, there's no comedy in any of that. It's like... <laughs> there's nothing it, funny about it, the end you're of the world. Working with, I mean, it's perfect for situational humor. It is. It's like, <laughs> well, oh. lovely, of course that happened. <laughs> oh, it's it's so much fun. And you're, you're doing like a sci-fi comedy, right? Yeah, it's actually, I was I was doing a link up about it on my blog, it said something meets something else to compare it to, and the thing that I came up with was Mission Impossible meets Studio C. Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. I have a lot of character humor, mm -hmm. it's my main thing in that, that was what I did for NaNoWriMo. Well, you know, that's just open enough of a concept to do for NaNoWriMo. Yeah. I'd love to do Nano, but I there's there's no way. There's lost, just no way. Yeah. I lost so much sleep though. I couldn't imagine doing it in college. Oh my word, I'm already losing sleep and I'm not writing <laughs> anything. <laughs> Darn you business statistics. <laughs> okay, so how old are you, Rosie? I'm sixteen. Well hey, welcome on the show. I think you're one of the youngest people to be on the show. I think the other one was probably Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra's, Ezra's pretty young. And you've been listening forever. Uh, yeah, since the first one. Since the first one. Wow. Really? Do you not have access to the rest of the internet? 
I listen to them. I have them on iTunes. Oh, okay. Because so I'm I, like, wow, of all the ways to spend your time, why listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do it like I was listening to it on my phone while making lunch or cleaning the car or anything because it's just on the phone. I can just stick it in my pocket and listen with whatever else I'm doing. That's convenient. I still have a flip phone, so that's that's not an option for me. <laughs> it's the kid's phone. It's shared between eight kids, so it's not exactly exclusively mine. Eight kids. Yep, I'm the oldest. Congratulations. <laughs> that's an excellent spread. Yeah. I've heard of homeschool families with like seven kids, and I'm friends with one. I think they have 11, but yeah. Wow, big family. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot to draw with, with character humor, definitely. <laughs> Real-life character humor is the actual best. Yeah, totally. I have, like, the... I have my little eight-year-old brother who's, like, a total mad scientist. Seriously. <laughs> he, he was, like... He calls his room his lab, and he was known to, like, take apart various broken-down mechanical devices and tape various pieces to different parts of his dresser. That's wonderful. And tape Q-tips in weird places and say they're secret microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're sitting there and you see a little Q-tip on the wall. He's listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And where do you live? Uh, Washington State. Ah, which is nowhere near Washington, D.C. <laughs> exactly. You listening, Alex? Nowhere near Washington, D.C. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But I, I did I did have problems with the Kansas City thing it being in Missouri. Yeah. That, road trip. It's like well, we're in Kansas. We're going to Kansas City, right? No, we're going to Missouri tomorrow, and we're gonna go to Kansas City then. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, that one's a little bit convoluted, but oh well. <laughs> but I mean, Kansas is so close. They could have just done it right there. Yeah. Why not? Why? Why did you? That doesn't make any sense. Well, hey, you want to play a game? Sure. Let's play a game. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, I was doing the random idea pitch. Yes. Yes. I and heard that. You, you, were, <laughs> you remember you remember that this happened, and I pitched this ridiculous idea. This is like a late night idea. Only my mind after 11 o'clock at night comes <laughs> up with stuff like this. And it was the idea of taking Star Trek and setting it yes. as an alternate history version of the Lewis and Clark expedition. I love that so much. It is such a fun idea. And you can just see the, the how with the Vulcan, the V. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hadn't even thought of that. And that's what we're going to do right now. We are going to map out the story. Okay. We are going to do Star Trek 1804. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to take, we're going to go, I'm going to steal the five OEN principles for, for okay. early mapping out, which are the someone to care about. Something to want. Uh, mm, there's a third one. Something something to suffer? Is that uh, it? Something to lose. Something to lose, then something to suffer, right? I think we're the same thing. Yeah? Have, you, have you taken OEN? Yeah, that was one of my books. Oh, I didn't know you were an OEN-er. Yeah, I'm Cobalt Girl. You're Cobalt Girl? Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day. Oh, my gosh. We have an <laughs> OEN-er in the house. <laughs> I'm not a very consistent oyaner. I'm, but I did the thing. I I wrote like pretty much. I wrote about three chapters of my book. I thought 
I didn't know that the one year thing, I thought that was uh, not including the planning. <laughs> writing it in one year and then I wanted to enter the contest and I'd done about maybe a sixth of my book and then I yeah found out that the cons the the contest deadline was in a month and blitzed <laughs> through the rest. And that was you see my picture right fury. Mom said mm-hmm. I was writing like a fury and that's where I got that. There you go. <laughs> that, that that gave you your Skype name, huh? Yep, and my blog name. <laughs> Well, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna map out the Star Trek. We already have our characters, which is pretty nice. <laughs> Captain Kirk is the young, the young head of this expedition. He's he's been charged to go out, and I guess he he's gonna be representing Lewis. Probably. And it makes sense that like McCoy, would be like Clark. Yeah, probably. So, so we got we got them. You you had an idea for Scotty. What was the Scotty idea? Uh, Scotty's like a Scottish immigrant sort of guy. So he's mm-hmm. got like a really thick accent, barely anybody can understand him, and he still wears a kilt. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. And Spock's an Indian. Which is one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> that is Indian Spock is my favorite. <laughs> when I, when that idea came. Yeah, uh, Yakaro Sulu. How, how is Sulu going to play into this? Oh, I'm not sure. The Chinese really, they, they weren't really going into the U.S. at that point, were they? I don't know what the, uh, what the, <laughs> this is the moment of where writers hit, hit Google, <laughs> hit Wikipedia really hard. When did, <laughs> when did Chinese immigration start? <laughs> to America. Google will tell me the answer. Google will tell me the answer. Thank you, Google. Google, <laughs> Google's a pal. And his younger, his younger sister, Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, the first waves didn't come until the 19th century. Dang it. So, I'm not sure what we're going to do with Sulu. Maybe he's like, maybe it's the waves. Maybe he's like just sort of this loner guy who just happens to come across. That, I don't know. Hmm. We'll figure something out for Sulu. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh, I just lost his name. The younger guy, who's also the pilot. Check off. Check off. There's definitely no Russians, but we can have we can have like the really young member of the expedition. Yeah, just sort of the perky. Yeah. <laughs> perky young role in the expedition. And um, oh gosh, if we're going to be historically accurate, that puts uh, what's her name in a bad position. Sacagawea. No. Uh, no, the Star Trek character. Uhara. Uhara, yes. So, yeah, um, I mean, slavery's, slavery's still definitely a thing. Well, there were some books that... Uh, there, there are some books that were written. There, there were some, some very few slaves who did earn a, an actual status in society. Well, that'd be a cool position to put her in. So, and... Yeah, you could kind of, you could kind of work with that. The, the status thing going in there because she's I don't know she's sort of the tough girl don't don't mess with me but that would I don't know that would add some depth to her character to have her actually with with all the prejudice at that point and all that mm-hmm yeah Star Trek what was really cool about Star Trek when it came in originally was they had they had this whole very diverse cast mm-hmm. they, they meant it to be that way to, to try to picture the future where everyone could freaking get along. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it was it was a cool idea and revolutionary for TV at the time. So mm-hmm. by setting this back in the 1800s, we throw prejudice back thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And now all these people are having to come to the point where we see them in Star Trek. That that could be the theme. We got we've got Spock and Scotty which are kind of out of their uh out of their context as well. Mhm. We could work with that. We could definitely work with that. Yeah, we have, we have Spock representing the Indians. We have and I think we may have to bend history just to let Sulu be his own thing. Yeah. But people he, he's he's got to be really early on. People really got to look at this guy funny. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that's kind of our cast of characters and how they interact with each other, which I think is way cool. Now, I kind of had Spock as the Sacagawea of the story. Yeah. What do you think about that? Totally. Okay, cool. So that's our cast. The primary primary goal is going to be the same as Lewis and Clark. They're just trying to find routes. They're trying to map things out. Go to the Pacific where no man has ever gone before. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see, like, the, the Thomas Jefferson letter to him <laughs> and it ends to go- coming down the river with the star trek theme playing <laughs> <laughs> oh they're on the on the boat the enterprise that'd be so good <laughs> you just like carve enterprise with the, the pocket knife verily <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my fellows you shall go where known have gone before ye <laughs> oh that's beautiful Uh-oh. <laughs> that that's too perfect. Okay, so we got that. Now I think it'd be great if we spoofed some of the uh, the individual storylines from Star Trek. The individual storylines. I've watched the reboots, and my dad has told me very small amounts of the old ones. But <gasps> you haven't even seen the old ones, have you? No. <gasps> Heresy. <laughs> <laughs> <Characters>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I was going to like bring in the Gorn and Khan, and we were going to, it was going to get intense. I know Khan. I know Khan. You are familiar with Khan. Yes. And the the one where they're looking for Spock. Dad, ah. Dad's, Dad's kind of given me the backstory on the different elements that they've brought in on the reboots and we've gone on bunny trails. I may know random elements, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there's some, there's some classic things. There's, Several classic storylines that we have to have from the original. First off is we have Kirk versus the Gorn. Okay. okay. The Gorn is this this green guy in a suit, essentially. <laughs> and he's very lizard-like. And he, he just has to be in there somehow. You know, there was, there was an incident on the Lewis and Clark expedition where I think Lewis had a run-in with a giant grizzly bear. That's we, perfect. We could work those together. Yeah, for sure. We can have the Grizzly be the Gorn. And yeah. where where it's just the other team can't can't come in and help him out and Yeah. Okay. And, like, and comes across it. Mhm. Perfect. And Khan it could very easily be an Indian chief who's not friendly. Yeah, from some there was some tribe I can't remember the name. Those like it kept sneaking in and stealing our stuff. Okay. Perfect. There, we'll have we'll have the con storyline involved, and then the tribbles. The tribbles have to be there. Are you familiar with the tribbles? Kind of. Tribbles are small, round, fluffy aliens that don't uh, actually do anything. They kind of purr. <laughs> but yeah, I saw I saw in the 
in the second Star Trek where Bones had that little guy on the table. (laughs) There's an episode of Star Trek where the problem is they reproduce very quickly. They're like rabbits Uh, in space. So they go through the Enterprise and they eat all the food. Oh. Everyone's been keeping them as pets, but they keep multiplying. So you end up having like the Enterprise is just full of these triples. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, that's um, there, there was a part during Lewis and Clark's expedition where they ran out of food. They were going over the mountains. We could just insert the triples there. It's, it was the triples' fault, <laughs> and that's what happened. Oh. It just didn't make it into the journals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they had. I just decided not to mention the triples. They're too weird. So some so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it actually is just random. You no, know, nobody's gonna believe us when we get back. To- <laughs> <laughs> Perfection. Okay, so we have we have some of our situations throughout the story. Where are some of the other? I haven't researched the Lewis and Clark expedition as much. Where are some of the earmarks of the Lewis and Clark expedition that we um, need to parody? Let's see. There's. They were. There's one part where Lewis gets shot in the leg on the way back. Okay. I think by one of his fellow teammates, just one of the guys on the expedition. So we probably need to uh, bring that in at some point. We could definitely crank up the humor with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Who shoots him? I. It was never found out who shot him. Nobody fessed up. Well, it'd be it'd be wonderful if no one fessed up in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and <they'd> be- <laughs> Scotty, was that you? Oh, no, I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's no, no, like, it was the Indian, I, I swear. <laughs> I didn't do it, Captain. <laughs> and they have to be going down the rapids. <laughs> and and uh, Kirk ah! is. Just, just kidding, do Kirk right. is like, veer to the left, veer to the left. And Scotty's like, I'm getting her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And Spock's yeah, just solemn, just saying they're watching everything. <laughs> and I think there was, um, there was the, let's see, after the thing that we decided to insert the tribbles, they, so after they're starving over the mountains, they get back down to an Indian thing, an Indian tribe, and then they eat and they're all sick for a really long time. I don't know if that would be very fun to write, though. Uh, you never know. <laughs> You never know. With these personalities, I think we could get fun out of any of this. <laughs> like uh, one, like, like, like one of them has to be the one who doesn't actually get sick. Like all, but all of them get sick except for one of them. Like Scotty feels just Scotty, fine. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty's like, I haven't eaten this well in days, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's so unsympathetic. He's like, Come on, guys, we gotta keep moving. <laughs> get up, Captain. What's- we're losing daylight. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to sit around and puke it all day. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. <laughs> oh, that'd be so beautiful. And what happens when they get to the Pacific? Uh, they There's a false alarm at one point because there's, there's that little kind of peninsula on Washington. Mm-hmm. You, see the, you see the water. It goes out for a while, but then there's actually the other spit of land that they had to go over. And then they actually reach the Pacific, and then it's they kind of set up a fort, and it's totally miserable weather, and they're all having a miserable time, and their clothes are like constantly wet, and everybody's really cranky. So that would definitely work. <laughs> Perfect. We we bring that in. I think that'd be a good time to hit them with uh with Khan coming back. 
Oh yes. And that's oh. where we uh, that's where we lose Scott uh, Spock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we go we go the the actual Wrath of Khan route and we yes, kill off Spock. Absolutely. And there's there's plenty of islands, so they could kind of the, the San Juan Islands. Mm-hmm. They could lose him among like he's on one of those, and they're not sure which one. Something like that. <laughs> Got anything on this island? Nope. Mm-hmm. Move on to the next one. And throughout the story, all these characters from the different racial backgrounds, from their different positions in life, everything, everyone's so different. Mm-hmm. And it's really about them coming together as people, but also coming together as races, working through the prejudice that yeah. that was there through the 1800s. You know, by yeah. the time they reach back, everyone's on an even playing field with each other, except for Scotty, because they all hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he hates them back. <laughs> There's always that one friend, isn't there? <laughs> There's always that yeah, one. Like pulling pranks on him. <laughs> Something. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you have this, this full exploration story mm-hmm. of, of how they've gone through there from the Pacific and back. And mm-hmm. so they've, they've lost Spock, but they've, they've really come together and... Oh, oh, there's there's one thing with Sacagawea. There's yeah. that whole story of her finding her tribe because she was, she was captured. She was in some other tribe. Okay. And um, she's with Lewis and Clark, and then they, like, go into her old, her old tribe lands, and, the, and when she's translating for the chief between Lewis and Clark, she has this moment, and it turns out the chief that she was translating for was her brother. Oh, wow. I do remember that. We could bring something back with Spock's family there. Definitely, yeah. We, I think, as many of the actual stories as are there should be replicated yeah. and co- have brought into collision with the uh, <laughs> with the ones from the original series. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. Um, there's there's that whole thing with uh, in the movies. Uh, I didn't I didn't like it, but is Spock and Uhara a thing? But we're we're not. Most fans are pretty unaccepting of the Spock Uhura thing. Okay, but is it like, is it in the old ones? No, never, not even a okay, little bit. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna forget that happened. J.J. Abrams can go, you know, find a hole for for, for that one. That's that that's almost as it, it's in the very much so the same vein as when Susan and Caspian kiss at the end of. I, yeah, the second Arnia film. It doesn't even make sense according to the story. There's what? <laughs> it was like, oh, wait, what? What was that long romantic look about? We're we're in the middle of something intense here. Let's go back to what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, full show. Okay, so I really like this. Honestly, <laughs> we could pump a good three seasons out of this. Totally. <laughs> oh, this would be so much fun. Well, Rosie, I think we're about out of time. Tell me, where where can people find you? Where's your blog? Uh, my blog is rightfury.wordpress.com, and I am not on any of the Facebooks or the Twitters or the Goodreads. You're not on the Facebook, Twitters, or the Goodreads. How sad. My, my books are on Goodreads. I don't know how they got there, but they are. But Have you published them? Uh, yeah, I think I think Amazon is somehow linked with Goodreads. Really? I, I'm... Yeah, I self-published, so they're... How'd that go for you? Uh, pretty much friends and family bought them. I'm not selling a lot, but it's in print. I have copies that I can hold, so that's fun. That's a good feeling, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you... I get to see that name, Rosemary Mucklestone, on the front of a book. 
<laughs> no, it's it's sure. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous of your name, Rosie. <laughs> if I could go back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> anyway, okay, so would you recommend people go and look at your books? Yeah, those are on lulu.com. I, I have them linked on my blog. Okay. Very good. So, Ryfury.com. I'll post links for you. .wordpress.com. Oh, Ryfury.wordpress.com. Yes. <laughs> it's it's it, sometimes it is worth it to pay and sometimes it's just not <laughs> it's just not <laughs> free blogs for the win <laughs> yep well rosie thank you so much for being on today this was fun yep, thanks for having me it was fun hey you have a lovely day i will catch you later you too uh, oh, what's wrong with you uh, it's either this show or indigestion i hope it's indigestion why it'll get better in a little while mm. And that should do. Thank you all for waiting on this episode. I, as I said, I had the appendix thing come out, and it was really kind of a good time once they got me on the drugs. Drugs are wonderful. I really ought to tell you, drugs, happy drugs, oh, happy drugs. Once I got on my happy drugs, all the shearing pain inside of my gut, it just kind of went away, and it was happy, and they wheeled me down all the halls in the hospital on the bed, and I just kind of smiled and waved at people, and that brought that brought everyone in the hospital a lot of a lot of comfort, I think. Uh, I don't know, they're they just kind of whispering and glancing at me nervously. I, I, I assume that's what joy looks like. At least that's what I assumed when I was on happy drugs. And I tell you what, the doctors loved my, my thought about it being an alien inside my stomach. They, I was telling them that up until the moment that they put me into a, in the gas mask and put me under. It was, it was really pretty swell. And, you know, it, it was a good time had by all, overall. And I'm not dead, so I like that too. Hey, thank you all so much, again, for tuning in today. If you want to check out the show in other places, it's on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you can follow me on the Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, and at thatguywiththehat.com. And also check out Right Fury. Right Fury. I thought it was Right Furry at first, and I was a little bit confused. But it's actually Right Fury, so now I'm not confused anymore. Um, yeah, that about does it. Thanks again, guys. Nice hearing from you all again. Or nice speaking to you again. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's late at night. I'm going to bed. Bye!